Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Presented by T-Mobile, the official wireless partner of Odyssey Sports. With an awesome network and great savings, there's never been a better time to join T-Mobile. Visit your neighborhood store to make the switch today. Always wanted to hear the real deal when it comes to fitness, health, nutrition, and physical well-being? This is Dave's Power Half Hour, hosted by Tasha Makia. They don't pull any punches. You'll only get the truth about how you get healthier mentally, physically, and emotionally. And now, here's Tasha Makia and Big Dave. That's right, baby. Let's get this thing started. Your girl Tasha McKee and Big Dave's in the building. What up, what up? All right, so this is the deal, Dave. Last weekend, I was bored. Because you know I'm still healing from this whole back situation, right? Yep. So I went on Instagram and I was like, if you can ask a professional, a fun professional, any freaking question out there, what question would you ask? And we had like, oh my God, dude, we have so many different questions. People were just posting underneath our meme. But at the end of the day, pretty much it all came down to how can someone start and stick to their fitness program or routine without giving up? Now, I know that's a broad question. Especially for a professional like you. <laughs> so if this list use me, if I'm beginning, because you know it's really, really hard to even gear up. Like in your head, you know you want to go, but then shit comes up in your life. You're like, the kids need this. I can't do that right. or whatever. So how can someone start and stick to a program and be dedicated and not slack off? Biggest thing being that you want to come up with something that's going to work individualized for you and you only. Yeah. Looking at magazines, going on YouTube, going on Instagram, social media, getting ideas from some fitness professionals, stuff like that is fine, but it also also has to cater and and be specifically cater to what you want to do and the yeah. goals and results you want. That's true. And that that goes into the next thing of the level of basically um, how advanced are you? Are you just starting out? Are you kind of middle of the road? Or are you kind yeah. of like someone that looking to comp- compete or you mm. know do some sort of competition stuff like that? So I think it's a goal setting issue yeah. being first and foremost. Second, I think it's also making sure you're comfortable in the environment that you go to, what yeah. gym you pick, what what time you go, making sure sure that if you have kids like yourself, you know, the kids are starting school, making sure that basically you have everything taken care of before you get to the gym. That way, if you're in the gym, nothing can kind of pull you away for that 45 minutes to an hour that you're in there and kind of just really the goal setting thing. I think the goal setting thing is going to be first and foremost Mm -hmm. of, of getting you to that point. And then thereafter that bringing the nutrition, bringing in some supplementation, you know, putting some um, stipulations on what you want to look like weight-wise, whether you want to gain weight, lose weight, tighten up certain body parts, you know, putting a swimsuit on that you have, maybe haven't fit in Ooh, before. child, I look like a stuffed burrito you when get I it, did right. it for you. <laughs> so it, it, I think it all goes really along the line of goal yeah. setting number one. Okay. And, and then goal anything setting. thereafter is really making sure that you're progressing and staying on that goal. Mm-hmm. And that is where someone like myself would come in being a trainer, you know, somewhat of a motivator. We want to make sure that when we're with a client like yourself and or, you know, other people that we're giving you not false expectations. Yeah. I think that's the biggest thing too. That would be probably number two because the expectation being something that you 
can really achieve yeah. and not let yourself down by not getting there. Yeah. So if I say, well, mm. in one month I'm going to lose 10 pounds, is right. that achievable? To some people, yes, it is. Yeah. But to the majority, it probably is not. And it's not realistic. Yeah. And therefore, unfortunately, we have to say women more so than men because women also have a harder time losing weight than we men. We do, and it's Especially, not fair that you guys lose weight exactly, faster than us. Stress, you know, every, every, every little thing. Hormone, of course, being the number one <sighs> with stress that carries over with number two. Yeah. That all factors into play. So I think that you know, getting someone that can really help you goal orientate, yeah. then staying consistent, mixing it up would probably be number three, four, and and making it fun and enjoyable that yeah. it's not monotonous. I think making I, it fun is a big deal. It's huge because the monotonous aspect even goes with us. You know, I've been doing this almost twenty five years, yep. and you know, I talk to other peers that are in the industry, and we have the same qualms and quirks that you guys do. Mm-hmm. And just because we may be professional or we may do this as a living or or as 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 our profession doesn't mean that we get bored too and we don't want to go and we don't want to do cardio we don't want to human just like us exactly you just don't show it no we we don't show it because basically it's one of those things like Mm -hmm. hey we have to go this is what we do for a living we have an expectation to put up and trust me we have those days that we don't want to get out of bed we don't want to go we are just (laughs) the same it's just a question of how bad do you want it making sure those goals are, are orientated and setting that and moving forward with it. Yeah, see, for me, I think when I first started in my head, I knew I was ready to go. And I'll tell you, like, social media is such a shit thing because it'll make you feel like, you'll look at people and be like, I want to look like that in 30 days. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And then, but, and, and realistically. It's not realistic. Right. It's realistically not realistic. thinking, you just, for me, it's like, I just got to get in the gym and I just got to stay dedicated. And for me, I have to write down goals on a daily. At first, I used to depend on other people. But then when they started to slack, I realized I would slack and that's like the biggest thing it's like how the hell do you get in do you stay focused okay so now we know okay get set a goal then we got to make sure that we're progressing try to find a trainer if you could afford it right and and that's and that's a huge that's a very very good point is you know most trainers out there unfortunately Mm -hmm. and 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 i'm not calling anybody out in any way shape or form but a lot of trainers feel that their worth is higher than really what it should be yeah you got to remember we're personal trainers personal being the front word of that whole situation. That's a big word. That being yeah. said, it's mm-hmm. got to be personable. It's got to be a really good match. And, you know, people are willing to pay for your services, but you got to make it fun. It's like, yeah. if I'm not willing to pay for my own services, yeah. what the hell do I think someone's going to pay for my services? Exactly. Then? So if I don't think that I can provide something good for a client, mm-hmm. then what the hell am I doing this as a, as, a, as, a, as a profession for? Especially with a gym. Like, you can literally sit in bed and be like, you know what? I just want to stay in bed an extra 30 minutes. But when you have a trainer that makes you feel alive when you walk in a gym, like you walk in the gym with Dave, he's like, "What the hell? You're late. Get <laughs> your gotta, ass back here!" And like, it's got to be the gym too. The gym's got to be fun. It's got to yeah. be. It's got to be a beat. It's got to have great equipment. It's got to right. have great music. And you a know, granted, it, if it's not a good vibe, then it's going to bring you down. And then the trainer's not doing his job. So yeah, you're 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 destined to fail before you even start. So do you? Would it, would it be safe to say not to have high expectations and just to go and stay consistent? hundred percent. But again, you hit the nail on the head in the sense of. The people that follow the social media every day, day in and day out, you got to stay off that because let's be real, 90% of the people that are on social media, especially a lot of these fitness personalities and stuff like that and these bloggers, don't think they're not airbrushed or not touched up. Thank you for saying that. And we all don't look like that 24-7, seven days a week. Okay, there are things in life that get in the way just like every normal day person, if not worse for us because that expectation is set so high for us that don't think that it's not touched up and airbrushed and photoshopped. 
It is. And and, oh. and and that's the thing. It's like, you know, all these people follow these people mm-hmm. with this expectation of I can look like that. You can't look like that. Yeah. Because if it could, then you would and exactly. everybody would look like we do. Yeah. And that's not the case. Perfect. That's there. not the case. There's a small percentage that look like we do. Of course, hormones come into play. Genetics come into play. Supplements, diet, so training, all things. of it comes into play. Yeah. But the bottom line is just staying in your lane, doing what you're supposed to do, having fun doing exactly. it. Exactly. And don't let anything get in the way of it. And stop that's Comparing yourself to other people. Oh, yes, exactly. That's and a I, I'm guilty thing. of that. When I first, first started my journey, I, I lost like 119 pounds. And in the beginning, I was like, I want to look like Massey. I want to look like, you know, Coco. I want to look like so-and-so. At the end of the day, you have to shut all that down and just really stay consistent. And when you start seeing your clothes lay different, that's like the best feeling right. in the world. Well, it's good to have someone that you emulate and you respect. That's true. And you really want to look like as a goal. Yeah. But that's realistic. if you don't hit that expectation, it's yeah. okay. Yeah. It's okay. And, and you know, it doesn't shut the whole thing down. That's true. And, and I think that's where a lot of people falter is that just because they may not look like the personality that they're trying to emulate. Exactly. Then they're like, well, what the hell am I doing this for? This is stupid. I can't get there. So I'm just going to quit. No. no. That's dumb. It's and so easy to it, give up. Exactly. And it's a lot harder mm-hmm. to stay motivated and consistent than it is just to say, the hell with it. I'm not going to look like that. I know I'm not going to look like that, so I'm just not going to do it anymore. That's, and that's a defeatist attitude. And, and unfortunately, the social mm-hmm. media aspect does bring that into it's play. Stressful. But yeah. if you can use the social media as a positive platform, mm-hmm. looking at what these people do, maybe following their diets, maybe taking little tidbits from each one. That's smart. And then putting it together that so real world yeah. atmosphere, situations, yeah. and conditions. Yeah. Because let's be real. Majority of these people that are posting stuff like that don't live in the real world. No. You know what I'm saying? This is what they do all day in, day in and day out. All day. They don't have eight to five jobs. They don't have kids. They don't have money issues. They don't have yeah. everyday life problems right. that get in the way of them going to the gym for three hours. It, it, all day. And that does have a play on it. So that being said, you're setting yourself up for failure right before you even start. Yeah. So take little things from your people that you emulate on social media, yep. utilize it to your advantage to motivate yourself, and then put it away. And, and make that's it fit it. for you. Right. That's individualized it. for you. Because exactly. when you stress over what other people, like for me, I wind up doing, you know, I'm going to grab this, this, and this, and this is how I would put my captions so that I can, when I reach my goal, I can help to motivate, you know, people like that. I don't know. I just, growing up for me, looking at magazines, I used to be like, oh my God, I want to look like that person. But I will tell you, I do appreciate when women that are in fitness show the unedited version. Right, right. Stretch marks. A before and like, after. Oh my God, you're like That's me. right. I can emulate, I can respect that because that's I what I look that. like. And yes. when I take my clothes off and look in the mirror. I'm not perfect, yeah. but that's okay. That's what individualizes us as a whole. So therefore, you have to focus on yeah. yourself because knowing that someone else is in the same exact situation gives you that motivation, mm-hmm. gets you that goal orientating that we're trying to do yeah. to keep you motivated to stay focused in the gym. So let me Period. ask you, D. When you first started training, did you ever hit a bump where you were just like, oh, I just don't feel like today? Oh like God, when you yeah. first first started, but what was the thing that kept you going? Was it your results? Was it that 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 natural thing in you that gives you that energy boost? Like, what was it for you? I think the thing for me personally, and this is me only, is I've always been a competitive person. Yeah. And I've always been athletic. Mm -hmm. I was very small when I started in this whole industry, in this game. It's hard to believe. I I was 140 (laughs) pounds when I graduated in in school. Yeah. Then I started playing football. I got into the gym. I really enjoyed it. But I was very, very dry and wet behind the ears as well. Uh I didn't know what the hell I was doing in any way, shape, or form. Uh You know, back in the day when I was in school, Mm -hmm. way long ago, basically (laughs) was... What, what you know, you went in the gym and kind of did what you did, and right. the football coaches really didn't guide you much, and, and, and especially in the weight room. Yeah. Now, 
you know, they got all these programs for these kids and stuff like that. So it's so readily available. For for me, I kind of had to learn on my own mm-hmm. and I was taken under the wings of some power lifters that I, I met okay. in the gym yeah. and they kind of saw potential with me. But let me tell you something. The first time I went to the squat rack, I put weight on the bar and thought I was uh, hot stuff and I <laughs> fell backwards and the bar <gasps> fell off me and I was an embarrassment. I ran out of the gym and I didn't go back for like two weeks because I was like, oh, hell no. I'm like, I look like a <laughs> schmuck in oh this place God. and I look stupid. And, you know, and then I finally went back in and I kind of like put my tail between my legs and like hopefully no one recognizes who I am, the, dip, the dumbass that dropped the bar on himself. And, and I learned, I learned by that. example. And, yeah. you know, I think that's the biggest thing is that I didn't really have anybody specific that showed me, mm-hmm. but I, it was just basically just going consistently, starting to see the changes, mm-hmm. starting to research, doing my research, doing my diligence, looking at magazines. Back then, it really wasn't the internet. It was all magazines. It right. was muscle and fitness. Exactly. And flex and, you know, mu- uh, muscle, muscle media. Right. And, and, you know, some of the listeners from back in the day, you remember these magazines? Bill Phillips from EAS used to right. be golden up at the facility. I mean, these guys That's were awesome. all, we were all emulating these people. Yeah. And so we followed them mm-hmm. and we watched what they did and then we would do it and it worked. Yeah. But now there's so your just, fire brought right, you back. Exactly. Yeah. And once you started seeing the gains, your shirt started getting tighter and the scale started going up. Then you started eating all the eggs and the chicken and you know you started thinking you were hot stuff because you were carrying this big water jug around and yeah. your food with you. And you know, it just kind of it, it goes into basically a life example is it, it, with bodybuilding and working out and training, mm-hmm. not just bodybuilding, I'm just talking just about fitness out. as a whole. Right. It it puts a lot of things in perspective in the sense of it's orientating, staying motivated, staying consistent. Patient just like with life. And patient. It's just like with life. If, if you can go to the gym every day yeah. and you can eat five to six meals a day and you can take supplements that you're supposed to take on a, on a daily basis, hour to hour, then you won't fail in life if you follow those goals yeah. that are in fitness and, and what and we do consistent. in this industry and in life. Yeah. It's the same. That's it. You know, you get up, you go to work every day, you try and do the best thing and try and do the best work you can. Yep. You try and take care of your kids if you have kids. Yep. You try and stay, stay positive. It's the same thing with the gym. Every day. Every day. You're just trying to be better than yesterday. Every day. That's it. All right, so now we're going to do the Fast Five with Big D. Five quick questions. Give us your best answer because when we put up the meme last week, these were some of the questions that were in there, and I was like, these are good. I got to get Dave, okay? So the first one is, how can someone conquer their food craving? Go. Food cravings Mm -hmm. are interesting because everybody has different ones. And if you're pregnant, you know exactly what I'm talking about. And if you're a husband of a pregnant woman, you definitely know what I'm talking about. (laughs) But in general, for people that have cravings, moderate. Have a little bit. If you have a craving for ice cream, instead of having the carton, sit down with a Dixie cup or a small little spoonful just to satisfy that craving, put it away, move on. Mm-hmm. Period. That's it. So it's safe to say once your tongue gets a taste, it's That's over. Right. You don't That's have right. to overdo That's it. That's exactly it. That's why you see majority of these people, they'll take a swig of Coke, they'll take a swig of Gatorade, they'll take a swig of something, spit it out. They yeah. just want to taste it. Yeah. But, just to and, satisfy and to it. a lot of people, that's enough. That is. But like if you crave M&Ms, for example, and everybody yeah. knows just like a chip, you can't eat just one. Oh, okay. So that being mean. said, you have a, a handful. Give yourself that little it. bit. Yeah. And and give yourself that goal and, and give yourself that, that, that accreditation that, hey, I've been working hard. I'm going to have a little bit. Moderation. Anything in moderation is fine. A small bit of satisfaction. Number two, should you ever cut carbs out to lose weight? Mm, Great question. It really, that's a really good question. It's a vague answer because people really believe that, D. And it's not unbelievable, but I'm going to go with it's an individualized situation. So it has to be different for everybody. Because some people can handle a very, Mm -hmm. very low or no carb diet, whereas some people that they have low blood sugar issues, medical conditions, Mm. hormone. You know, their hormones are sporadic in and out from thyroid issues. It really does come down to individualized because, again, 
everybody is so different the way they 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 metabolize carbohydrates. Right. Women, of course, metabolize carbohydrates way more than oh, men. Oh man. So I, I would know. say yes and no. Yes, in the sense, if you're careful with it and moderate it and really monitor it, mm-hmm. yes. If you're all over the chart and you can't stay consistent with it, don't follow it. Don't follow it. All right, number three, is it true, this is my question, is it true that eating after 8 o'clock can make you put on weight? Yes, 100%. Metabolism, metabolism always slows down after 5 o'clock for women and usually after 6 or 7 for men. So if you're trying to lose weight, your last meal of the day for a woman should be high protein. Yeah. And empty calories being vegetables. Yeah. For men, high protein, moderate fat, low carb, period. That's it. Okay, so what if I feel like eating some celery and carrots at nine Fine. o'clock? That's you okay. That. You can have that. But, but in not moderation. Like chips and stuff. Moderation. Really, Don't even with vegetables, moderation. Moderation, because again, your wow. body's still gonna have to digest those calories. Now, granted, okay. they're empty calories, so they're not gonna be like chips or like like a high glycemic meal of some sort. Right. But you still have to metabolize that. So oh. it is not bad to have a meal before bed. It's just consistent on what that meal is. This is off off the record, but, well, not off the record, but we're still going to ask it anyway, but really, really quick. I know a friend of mine who eats dinner every night at 8 and yeah. is in bed knocked out by 9.30. Is that okay? Is that enough time for your body to digest that? I know it's not one of our top Again, five, but I had it's an individualized that. thing, but mm-hmm. it's a great question because most people do eat late because of everyday life. They're scheduled, so, yeah. But, but here's the kicker with that, and this, this is very important for people to listen to. Mm-hmm. I'd rather see someone eat late than not eat at all. Mm. Because if you don't eat, then the metabolism starts to slow down and basically looks for calories to store because yeah. it doesn't know when it's going to eat again. So if you have that meal at 8.30 or 9 uh-huh. and you go to bed at 10, yeah. you got to be a little bit careful on what you pick for that meal. Ooh. So that's going to be the answer I'm going with because yeah. if you're selective with the meal, and let's say you had a piece of salmon and a half a baked potato and some vegetables, that's going to be better than going grabbing a cheeseburger and fries because your yeah. body's going to metabolize those calories a lot differently Especially and utilize those calories a lot differently. Okay. So that being said, that's the answer I'm going with because mm-hmm. at the end of the day, I'd rather see you eat something than nothing because then, yeah. then your body's going to slow down and store Ugh. and then it defeats the purpose of what we're trying to do. Exactly. So you know, you're messing up the whole thing. It's a consistency. Number four, how often should you weigh yourself? Because I'm going to tell you, I could be obsessed and I know we're getting ready to start our training stuff, but how often should a person weigh themselves? I think if you're trying to lose weight Every mm-hmm. four days is adequate if you're trying to gain weight every two days. Okay. Now, most women are always trying to lose, okay? And I don't mean that in a derogatory oh, way. Oh, not at all. But I think every four days, it gives the body time to metabolize food. Okay. If you're taking supplements, it gives those supplements time to work because right. it's usually a 48-hour issue. So that being said, four days for, for women, two days for men because mm-hmm. most men are usually trying to gain weight, put on muscle. So it's a good gauge because- Again, calorically, if you're trying to gain weight, mm-hmm. the body takes that much time to metabolize those calories. So men would see a difference in the scale going up in two days. Mm. Women would see the scale going down in four days. Okay. And the last question, D, why is it harder to lose weight each time you gain it back? It's a metabolism issue. Metabolize The body metabolizes calories very differently every time uh-huh. you lose or drop. Yeah. It's a consistency with eating issue. The whole eating every three hours is key. It really truly is. A small is. good meal. Small portions, right. four to six ounces of mm-hmm. protein, three to five ounces of carbohydrates, depending if you're trying to lose or gain weight, and a nice small empty calorie salad, vegetables, every three hours, no excuses, set the damn alarm on the phone, you're looking at it anyway, set it for every three hours and eat. That's it. Because the thing is, I'd rather see one of my clients, and this is way off the chart here, but I'm going to say this, and and people can relate, I'd rather see you stop and get a hot dog 
Mm. Okay, then not eat lunch at all. Right. Because it's that important that the body needs to digest calories. See, people tend to think that if they skip a meal, it works it, and it helps it's, them lose it, weight. It defeats like, the purpose. It makes it worse because the body stores those calories because, let's be real. Yeah. Okay, it's just like the car. Mm-hmm. When the car you drive says, hey, reserve fuel, we're low and low. Yeah. You just don't keep driving. You stop and get fuel. It's just exactly. like the body. You have The to. body gets to the point where it says, yo, man, we got to eat. Okay, we're, we're running low on reserves here. Yeah. So people think because they don't eat, they're losing those calories, which equates to the scale being low. Right. But it's the opposite. Mm, what happens is, is if you don't eat consistently, yeah. the body starts to say to itself, hey, guys, we don't know when Tasha's going to eat again. Yeah. Or we don't know when Big Dave's going to eat again. Yeah. So we're going to store these calories because we're not sure when she's going to eat or when he's going to wow. eat. So we need to make sure we have calories to function uh-huh. on a daily basis and keep blood sugar up so we don't pass out and faint during yeah. work and be able to function with organs. Or get, a, get hangry. Exactly. Hangry is the biggest thing. And so the more consistent you eat, the more it's better for digestive issues, the more it's better for organ issues, and all of it combines into metabolizing the calories so you're either gaining or losing weight and hitting the goal that you want. And then you can reach your goal. So stop skipping meals. Don't miss a meal. Stop skipping meals. What are we going to be talking about next week? you got to find out. You can log on to KS1075.com. Listen, send in all your questions and everything else you need. Any last words, Big D? We're out. I appreciate it. Thank you. Send (laughs) it in. You'll see us on Instagram soon. Stay focused. Follow Big Dave's Power Half Hour on social media at Big Dave's Power Half Hour. Join us next week for another episode dedicated to getting you healthier mentally, physically, and emotionally. It's Big Dave's Power Half Hour, hosted by Tasha Makia. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones, so we'll never lose touch with civilization, and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend, or do something a little more epic? And conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey.